by faith don't have unstable land, a higher plane than I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand. Thy faith on heaven, stable land, a higher plane than I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Lord, lift me up. And let me stand by faith on heaven's table land, a higher plane than I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. I'm pressing on. The upward way, new high some gain in every day, still praying as I'm onward bound. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand. By faith on heaven's table land, a higher plane than I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. My heart has no desire to stay where doubts arise. And fears dismay, though some may dwell where these abound. My prayer, my aim is higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven's table land. A higher plane than I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. I want to live above the world. Though Satan's darts at me are hurled, for faith has caught the joyful sound, the songs of saints on higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven's table land. A higher plane than I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. I want to scale the utmost high and catch a gleam 
of glory bright. But still I pray till heaven I found. Lord, lead me on to higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven's table land. A higher plane than I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven's table land. A higher plane. Then I have found, Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Jesus, uh, oh God, plant us higher, Lord. Uh, God, you are the only wise king. You're the Lord of lords. Uh, you're the great I am the way, O oh Lord. Uh, without you, God, we are nothing, O oh Lord. Uh, we need you tonight, Father. We need you every moment of the day, God. For without you, Jesus, we cannot make it, O oh God. But in you I live, I move, I have my being. I am so thankful for the blood tonight, Jesus. Shadow us, rub over us, O oh God. For your blood out over us tonight, O oh God. Protect us from hurt, harm, danger. Honor your word tonight, God. Lift your people up. Touch those that are sick in body tonight. Uh, oh, God, reach down. Go into the hospital wards. Uh, go on those wards, oh, God. Uh, in the nursing homes tonight. In every home tonight. Uh, reach down, God, I pray, with your power, with your anointing. Uh, God, you are the greatest. Uh, God, all that is in heaven and earth is thine, uh, and thou exalted a head upon all, God. Uh, in you, Lord God, is glory and power and victory and majesty, O oh God. Uh, you are the great God. Uh, you are the Lord of glory. You are the King of all kings. Uh, you are the blessed peace, O oh God, that I have need of. Uh, oh God, I love you, Jesus. Uh, I thank you, Jesus, for being so great, uh, for being so good to me, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Open up the floodgates of heaven and let it shine. Let it rain, oh God. Let it pour down on us, oh God, tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for another glorious day that you've given. I thank you for another opportunity together with people of like precious faith, oh God. Oh God, I pray today that everyone would come into the revelation of the knowledge of the truth and not be afraid, oh God, but walk worthy of the Lord unto all please and being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Thank you, Jesus. You are wonderful, Jesus. You are great to us. You, oh God, I'm going to rise and give praise. As uh, long as I have breath, I'm going to give thanks, oh God. Uh, you are Jesus, my Lord. Uh, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your power. Thank you for your love, God. Hallelujah. 
Greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Oh, greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Satan's like a roaring lion. He's walking to and fro. He's seeking souls he may devour. The Bible tells me so. Many souls has been his prey to fall in some weak hour. But God has promised us today his overcoming power. Oh, greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. On the day of Pentecost, a Russian mighty wind, it blew into the upper room and it baptized all of them. With the power greater than any earthly foe. And I'm so glad I've got it too. I'm gonna let the whole world know. Oh, greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me. Than he that is in the world. Oh, greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me. Than he that is in the world. Hallelujah, Jesus. I'm thankful for the power. I'm thankful for the anointing, Jesus. I am thankful, Lord. Great is thy faithfulness, O God. Great is thy faithfulness, Jesus. I will bless the Lord. Hallelujah. What a great God we serve, man. Amen. Praise God. God is so good. Amen. You ever just want to run and shout and jump about and all that stuff sometimes? Park your car in the middle of the street and just run around and... Praise the Lord in the middle of the street. You ever get feel like that? <laughs> hey, we should be excited about Jesus. What a mighty God, man. Amen. Praise God. It's good to be at Bible study again tonight. I want to try to bring this ship into port again tonight. Amen. We've been uh, talking about a radiant life. Amen. Talk about a radiant life. Amen. And we, we, our lives as children of God should be filled with joy. We've been talking about this. For some reason, God, you know, at the, at the onset of the year, he, he kind of thrust me out there to do the epistles of John. And, you know, and we, we got to looking at those four reasons of John that our joy will be full to avoid sins, uh, you know, to, 
avoid false teachers and to and strengthen our faith, you know, and stuff. And I, man, I just been so excited for these lessons we've been studying this year. Every year it seems to us get better and better, you know. And that's what God wants, you know. Peter tells us in Second Peter three eighteen, uh, you know, Peter closes out his epistle by saying, "But grow." But grow in the grace and knowledge of God. Grow. Amen. You know, that's, that's the thing is, is about being a Christian is, is we just can't sit and not grow. There's so much, you know, that's, that's why I say the scripture, the Lord says, you know, through his word, I have not seen and ear have not heard the things that God has prepared for them that love him. What has God got for you? You know, what more for those of you out there online listening tonight? Does God have for you? You know, you, you've got to grow. You've got to study. As Paul told Timothy there in 2 Timothy 2.15, he says, Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed. Rightly divide the word of truth. Know the word of God for yourself. Know what is speaking about. Know what is talking about. You know, you know, people go to colleges and you know, they get degree after degree after degree, you know, and it's like some people just study over and over, just get more education, more education, more education. There's nothing wrong with that, but it seems like they always leave the Bible out, <laughs> you know. That's the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. So get wisdom and with all that getting, get an understanding. So with this life that Jesus gives us, he tells us in Matthew 5, 16, he says that you are a city that is set on the hill that cannot be hidden. He says, let your light shine that men will see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Our lives should be radiant. It should be shining bright. It should be amazing. Amen. To, to be able to reveal what God has done for us, where He has brought us out of, and, you know, so that when others see us and ourselves, to be able to pick ourselves up when we just don't feel good or things start happening, uh, those times of unwarranted or unforeseen bad news or things to come into our lives, to be able to pick ourselves up and still maintain that joy of the Lord uh, within ourselves, amen, and to be able to just keep going forward and and not looking back, you know. I, I think about Caleb and I think about Joshua, you know. Here was two guys out of the ten spies. They tried everything in their power when you read there in the book of Numbers 13 and 14. They tried everything in their power to get the children of Israel to not go back on God. They, they even says, you know, yes, the cities has got walls. Yes, the giants are in the land. But they kept saying, but God is with us. And whatever you do, they kept saying, don't turn back on God now. We're here. We're at this point. You know, God will fight for us. God will deliver us. God will carry us through. He did not bring us out to leave us. He brought us out to carry us in. And and now is not the time to go back. Now is not the time to to come to this point uh, and then decide to turn around and go back. We don't know. Tomorrow might be the day that we cross the promised land. Amen. Tomorrow might be the day that we meet Jesus. Who knows? Uh, I can't go back now. i got to keep pressing, as Paul said, towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. 
We've got to have this radiant life. Amen. It's got to be revealed. Amen. No matter what's coming down the pipeline, we've got a friend. I, every now and then I have to go back and sing that old hymnal. Amen. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. I have to, I have to get that book, man, down in my office at the house. I mean, I got one of these bad boys right on my desk, you know. And I could sit at my computer some days and I'm doing morning manna, you know, or just doing some other lessons. I'll flip it open and get a song and, you know, just start singing it and giving God praise and giving God glory for his goodness and mercy. Because he did not have to do this for me. He could have left me out there exactly where I was. Amen. But he saw mercy. He had mercy. He had grace. Uh, he had forgiveness upon me. And he let me loose. Amen. He, he brought me out, as the Sumter said. And he set my feet upon the rock and established my going. So we got to continue to keep moving on and pressing on towards the prize. Amen. So tonight, we want to look at how to maintain, how to maintain this radiant life that you have so that you don't lose this life. Amen. I'm sure you probably heard the old saying that when Thomas Edison uh, was trying to uh, make the light bulb, you know, he, you know, it, it says over 10,000 times it failed. It never would work. And finally, somebody said to him, uh, Mr. Edison, don't you think you have failed, you know, uh, in making the light bulb? He says, no, I haven't failed. He said, I just figured out 10,000 ways it won't work. <laughs> Amen. But, but think about that. Amen. It, it would have been easy to quit. You know, after that many times, most people would have quit and gave up. But Edison said, no, I just found 10,000 ways it won't work. And because of his hard-headedness, per se, or his tenacity of, of that way to want to make it work, he was able to keep going and thank God. Because tonight, look, we can hit the switch and we've got light bulbs in the heads of our cars at night or the flashlight that we need to see in the corner or, or whatever. You know, light is, we've got so used to it. Amen. We don't even think about it. it took the guy that many times to, to make it work, you know. But but that's the thing is we got to keep going forth. We cannot stop, amen, because we fail one time or another. The Bible tells us a just man fall at seven times and, and he rises up again. Amen. You just got to keep getting up and moving forward. So Jesus tells us that we're a city. We're set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Amen. And so the only thing that can prevent you from shining and being bright is you. You're the only thing that can stop you from shining and being bright is you yourself. The greatest battle you're going to ever fight in your life is you. If you overcome you, you'll be okay. That's what you got to do. You've got to overcome you. Amen. <clears throat> Praise God. You know, when we look at in the law, in the Leviticus, the Lord told Moses, he says, you make sure you tell Aaron and the priest to never let the light go out in the temple. Don't ever let the lamp go out in the temple. Amen. And we know, according to the Apostle Paul, we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. We are not our own. We are bought with the price. Therefore, amen, that we are to let our light shine. Amen. So that men can see our good works and 
and glorify our Father which is in heaven. Let me quickly tonight, before the time get away, give you 12 ways. I want to give you 12 ways tonight now to be able to maintain this radiant light. Amen. Now, we already know if you look at Scripture in Psalms 119, verse 9, it says, Wherewith shall a young man cleanse his way? By do what? Taking heed unto thy word. Amen. And David goes on in Psalms 119, verse 105, he says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet uh, and is a light unto my pathway. Praise God. So we got to have the word of God. So we got to stay in the light. Number one, you've got to stay in the light. If you're going to maintain the radiant light, you've got to stay in the light. John says in 1 John 1, 6 and 7, If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. See, sin will cause your light to go out. This is why we got to stay in the light of Jesus Christ to keep sin away. This is why we got to be as close to Christ as we can, constantly worshiping Him. That's why Paul says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus concerning you. He says, Pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks. See, so we have to stay as close to Christ as we can. We have to stay in the light, uh, as Jesus told Nicodemus in John 3, here is condemnation that light is coming to the world, but men love darkness rather than light because they're deeds of evil. But he that what? Cometh to the light, amen, will prove that his works are good. So we've got to stay in the light. Uh, Jesus says in John 12:35. then said Jesus unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not where he goeth. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may be the children of light. Amen. Notice, if you, while you have the light, do what? Stay in the light. Amen. Amen. Stay there. Amen. While you have the light, believe in the light that you might be the children of light. That's what Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 5. He says, you're the children of the day. You're not the children of the night. Amen. We belong to God. So therefore, as his children, I mean, I need to be as close to my father as I can. I need to stay as close to Him as I can. I need to stay in the Word of God. I need to have a constant prayer life. I need to worship Him. I need to praise Him. I need to get out of complaining and get into praise. Amen. So that I am able to stay in the light. Because if I stay in the light, then I will have a radiant life. Amen. In Him, what? Was life, and the life was the light. Praise God. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. You remember what Paul says in Second Corinthians 4, 3. If this gospel be hid, it is hid to them who is lost, and whom the God of this world is blind in minds of them that believe not, lest the glorious gospel of Christ should be revealed to them. Praise God. This gospel brings the light in. So if we say we are His, 
then therefore we must stay in the light. So number one, stay in the light. Number two, stay in the church. Stay in the church. Stay in the church. <laughs> Amen. Hebrews 10.25 Not forsaking the assembly of thyself together as the manner of some is, but exalting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. We can see Jesus is coming, brothers and sisters. Amen. He says, when you start seeing these things taking place upon the earth in his word, he says, look up, for your redemption is drawing nigh. Amen. We got to get ready for the coming of the Lord. You don't want to get caught off guard, because if you get caught and miss the boat, guess what? You wasn't ready. Amen. You ever missed a plane? Why do you miss it? <laughs> Air Force fault. <laughs> uh-huh. A lot of times we miss flights. You know, it could be a cause of a delay somewhere else that causes us to miss our next connection. But sometimes it could be traffic because we didn't get to the airport in time. We didn't get up in time enough to get there. You know, sometimes we might oversleep. You know, but we got to be ready. Jesus says what? Be you ready. For in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man is coming. Amen. I don't want to get caught off guard. When he comes, as the old song says, I want to be listening. I want to answer when he calls my name. Amen. So while we have this light, let's believe in it. Let's stay in the church. Amen. Because in the church is where Peter says, but grow. We, we develop in the church. Amen. Ephesians 4.11, and he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, that we all come into the unity of the faith, to the knowledge of the Son of God, to the perfect man, to the fullness of the measure of the stripes of Christ, uh, to the fullness of Christ, that would be no more children tossed to and fro and cared about with every wind of doctrine. See, we got to develop in the church, I, I'm, I'm afraid, you know, and this is just me, with this pandemic, I, I think a lot of people think it's going to get better. You know, so they just stay from church. You know, I, 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 I'm afraid when I read scripture, sometimes you got to realize famines and pandemics and, and uh, things you see, pestilence, you see a lot of time in scripture. You know, look at Joseph. No, it was seven-year famine they had to go through. You know, by the time his parents got out there, he says, well, you know, there's not five years of this thing still left. You know, and I'm still trying to figure out, you know, don't see anywhere where Pharaoh was doing anything wrong. You know, it doesn't show me anything that the children of Israel was, was doing anything wrong, you know, because the children of Egypt, uh, Israel wasn't even down there yet. You know, maybe they were doing something wrong. I don't, I don't know, but the children of Israel wasn't even down there yet. Joseph was down there. You know, but God, you know, caused a famine to come. And as a result, you know, they was able to endure, but it was seven years that they went through times of badness. It, it, are we going to go through seven years? Now look at the children of Israel, just where I just mentioned a few minutes ago. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to be negative. But they wanted in the wilderness, what, 40 years? 
Look at Jeremiah, 70 years, man, captivity. You know, we don't know. See, so we, we can't sit back and think it's going to get better. You know, what are we missing? And the Bible says in Luke 4, 16, as Jesus' custom was, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day. He had a custom. When the doors of the house was open, you know, he went to church. So we, we need to make sure that we're at the house of God. Amen. My hope and my trust is in Jesus. I, I can't, I can't put my hope and trust in the world. Amen. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we're risen to stand upright. Amen. I've got to be at the house of God as the Psalms. It says in Psalms 122, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. My feet shall stand. Within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Amen. I want to be at the house of God. Amen. I want to be growing. I want to be strong in the Lord. Amen. So I've got to stay in the house of the Lord. I love the house of God. Since I've been saved. Amen. I'm glad. Amen. For the house of God. Praise God. Number three. I got to stay in the vine. I got to stay in the vine. John 15. I am the true vine. Verse 1. And my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except you abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bring forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gathered them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my word abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. We've got to stay connected to Jesus Christ. Amen. We cannot allow anything to take us away from Him. Even when I'm going through the pruning process, even sometimes He might cut me here, or I have pain here. I can't let it take me away. I've got to still glorify God and believe that all things do work together for good to them that love Him. Amen. I want to abide in Him. I want to stay in Him. Amen. I want to live in Him. I want to move in Him. Praise God. I want to be in the vine. Praise God. I want to be fruitful. I want to grow. Amen. I want to reproduce. The Bible tells me in Psalms 92 that you shall bear fruit in your old age. Amen. I want to be fruitful all the way till he's, he comes and get me. That's what Caleb, when you look at Caleb, at 85 years old, he turned to Joshua and he says, give me my mountain. He says, I'm just as strong as I was at 40. Amen. At, when I was 40 years old. You know, and Joshua says, go get it. Amen. Praise God. That's the attitude. We've got to stay in the vine. If we stay in this thing, we don't give up. You know, what Paul says, none of these things move me. Neither did I count my life dear to me, that I may finish my course and the ministry which I had received of the Lord Jesus Christ to testify the grace of the gospel of God. Amen. I'm here to tell you, you've got to stay in it. 
Amen. You don't know what's going to happen the next moment around the corner. Amen. Sometimes it might be dry. Sometimes it might feel like nothing is happening. But you can be making an impact and don't even know you're making an impact. That's why you got to stay with it. Amen. You don't know who's going to come. You don't know who's going to learn from you and see your commitment and your dedication and your determination in the kingdom of God. Amen. You can be bearing fruit and, and not even know you're bearing fruit. You could have limbs full of love and joy and peace and long-suffering and gentleness and faith and meekness. Amen. That's just growing out of you. Sometimes we don't know some of the things that are in us until, you know, God used us. I remember the first time God used me in tongues and interpretation. You know, it blew my mind. <laughs> you, know, I, I, you know, I wasn't expecting it. You know, I had prayed. And I says, God, you know, I would love to be used in tongues and interpretation, you know. And I didn't just keep praying that, you know. I had prayed and asked. And one day in Okinawa, I mean, I was, we had been up to the altar and we was praying for people. And I start walking back to my seat and all of a sudden, boom, it hit me like a ton of bricks, man. Just like that. And I went, whoa, you know. It, it kind of took me out by surprise. But, you know, you never know what God is doing in you. Stay in the vine. Amen. He, he's got a purpose. He'll reveal everything to you that he has for you if you just stay in it. Amen. Number four, cast your cares upon the Lord. Don't allow yourself. Amen. To keep worrying about a lot of things that really doesn't matter. You know, Paul's tell us in Philippians 4, 6, and 7. He says, be careful for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, will guard or keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. Don't worry about a lot of stuff. You know, be, 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 you know, take it to Jesus. Learn how to determine what is wants versus needs. And you'll be able to get through some things in your life. You know, if it's something too big for you and you think you can't have it, handle it, take it to the Lord in prayer, in your secret closet, where you can really open up. You know, a lot of times you may not be open up, open up the way you would like to open up in, in an environment like this. But in your secret closet, wherever your secret closet is, they, you get along with God. Don't be afraid to open up, you know, and tell him those things that are bothering you, those things that are troubling you, those things that's just too heavy for you to care that you need him to take away. But if he comes back and tell you my grace is sufficient for you, then you need to do like Paul and says, well, I'm going to just glory in it. I'm just going to get excited and keep praising it. Amen. Because he'll get you through it. You'll have, if God ever tells you no, you're going to have peace that passes all understanding. I'm a witness to that. Amen. It might be something he wants me to have to carry. Amen. To keep me humble, as Paul said. You know? The thing I might want him to get rid of, 
might be the exact thing that's keeping me humble. Amen. And if I got rid, if he got rid of it, I might get prideful and boastful. So cast all your cares upon the Lord because he careth for you. Peter says there in 1 Peter 5, 6 and 7, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Amen. Casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. And we know in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, Jesus says what? Come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest. Unto your soul, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. If we're in the vine, if we're staying connected in the light, then don't worry about the small stuff. He'll, he'll take care of it. Amen. He'll help you through. Praise God. Amen. Let Him take care of it for you. Number five, adorn the doctrine of God. Now, we've talked about this, right? We have talked about putting on the gospel. We've talked about wearing the gospel here. Amen. Paul tells Titus in 2.10, not prolonging, but showing all good fidelity or honesty, that they may adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in all things. In other words, until Christ reigns completely in your heart, until Jesus is totally in control of your life. Well, the way you can say, I'm not my own. Amen. I've been brought with a price. Until you are completely filled, until you, he is com- completely permeated and saturated and impregnated with the Holy Ghost in your life. That is just running over the spirit. Amen. With the love, the joy, the peace. Everything about Christ. Amen. Is being revealed through your life. Amen. That's when you know you are adorning and wearing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. That Christ can be seen in your life. That Christ is the head of your life. Amen. That nothing in your life comes before Jesus Christ. Praise God. You can wear this thing. Amen. You can wear it with, with, with not with pride, but in a humble spirit and a humble mind. Amen. With modesty and self-control and respect and honor, as, as Paul told Timothy there in Second First Timothy 2, amen, about the uh, uh, shamefacedness and sobriety, you know. We, we talked about with honor and respect and, and self-control and temperance uh, in our lives. Praise God. We want to make sure that we are aware in what we say. If Christ is in me, I want him to be seen. I want him to be seen by others, by, by my attitude, by my actions, by my life. That's what I want. Amen. I want Christ to reign supreme over me. I want to be filled. That's what Paul told the church at Ephesus there. He says, be not drunk with the wine wherein in excess, but what? Be filled with the Spirit. Let the Holy Ghost have complete control over you. Praise God. Be adorned with the gospel are the doctrines of God. Amen. Every one of them. Let it, let it be. You see that Paul is adamant about the doctrine of, of God. So we need to live it. We need to know it. We need to study it. We need to be it. Praise God. Number six. Whatsoever you do, do it unto the Lord. Amen. 
Think about how great a job we could do if everything we did, we did it as unto the Lord. Think about what could be accomplished. Amen. Colossians 3.17 And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Wives, submit yourselves unto your husbands as it is fit in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. Servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service or men-pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. But he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he has done. And there is no respect to persons. Amen. Don't do wrong. Amen. Whatever we do, let's do it unto Jesus. Wow. Just think about it. If everything I did, I was doing it as, as um, Jesus is doing it. I'm doing it for him. Man, what a difference. When I go to my job, if I did everything, I'm going to see Jesus, man. I'm going to work for Jesus today. I'm just going, well, really, you know what? You are. <laughs> Amen. That's why he tells you there in Matthew 25, you know. I was hungry, you came, gave me meat. I was thirsty, you gave me drink. Naked, you clothed me. You know, all the things. It'll change our attitude. See, if, because we want him to reign supreme in our lives. So if everything we do, we do it unto him, I'm going to be satisfied. Because you know why? At the end of the day, I want to hear him say, well done. Thy good and faithful servant. Enter the joy that is prepared for you. Notice what's connected there. Joy. Because what? They did what he asked them to do. See? When we do what he asks of us to do, it's joy in that. To know. Amen. I'm doing it as unto the Lord and not unto man. I don't come to church for man. I come to church with Jesus. I witness for him. Everything I try to do, I try to do the best of my abilities for him. Amen. That's the attitude. We, we got to get the mind of Christ. He's already given us an example. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples. Wow. Let's learn to do it according to God. Number seven, let's follow Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Let's follow Jesus. If I'm going to have a radiant life, if I'm going to be filled with joy, if I'm going to be shining bright, i got to follow Him. Amen. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 11, 1, Be ye followers of me as I am of Christ. 
And Paul was a man that followed Jesus Christ. Amen. And we need to have that same attitude. I'm following Christ. You know that song we sang, I am determined to hold out to the end. I will follow, follow all the way. Amen. I'll go with him through the garden. Amen. I'll go with him. Yeah, amen. We will follow him. Jesus says in John 8, 12, amen. I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Praise God. Because this is what First John says. In him was life, and the life was the light. So if I follow him, I got the light. And if I get the light, I got the life. Praise God. Amen. That's what's going to happen. He's going to lead me to eternal life. That's why we need to follow him. He knows where he's going. He knows. He came for a purpose. So therefore, he has given us the map. He has given us the route. So let's follow it. Amen. Let's go and, and follow Jesus every step of the way. Praise God. And Luke nine twenty three, And he said unto them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Praise God. If you're looking for him and you're going after him, get your cross. Amen. Get compassion. Get resistance to evil. Get obedience. Get servanthood. Amen. Submission in your life every day and follow Jesus. Follow his ways. Amen. Go after him. They, if you notice in Scripture, they was always looking where with Jesus. From the time he started his ministry, they was trying to find him. Amen. If he went to the other side of the, the, the Sea of Galilee, man, they found some boats, something to get them to the other side where he was. Wherever he went, he had, that's why he had such a multitude of crowds. Amen. They was following him. The crowds was following him. And so I pray that that's what we're doing. That's what every church should be doing is following Christ, seeking him, going after him, letting him lead us all the way to the promised land. You remember what Joshua, when the Lord told Joshua, amen, he says, now, Joshua, I want you to get ready to go into the promised land. What did Joshua tell the children of Israel? He says, amen. He says, I want you to keep your eye on the ark. Amen. He says, there's going to be a space between you and the ark because you haven't been this way before. And he put the ark out far enough where all the people could see. Amen. So they could keep their eye on the ark so they know what directions and way they were headed. And amen. And they crossed that Jordan River and came into the promised land. And that's the attitude. we got to follow Jesus all the way. Number eight. We gotta to add to our faith. We got to add to our faith. Amen. If we're gonna have a radiant light, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, Romans ten seventeen. We got to have faith. Hebrews eleven six. Without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When you read the book of Hebrews eleven there. It tells you, amen, these all died, having not received the promise, but they what? Having seen it afar off, and they was persuaded of it, amen, and they embraced it. You have to embrace this. 
You've got to make this priority one. You've got to believe it. You've got to hold to it. Amen. Don't let it go. You've got to add to your faith. You've got faith. The Bible tells us in Romans 12, 3, that he has dealt to every man a measure of faith. So I don't know how big your measure is that he gave you, but you still have to do something with it. That's why the stories of the corns and the talents was to those guys, they had to do something with what God had given them. Amen. To increase their faith. You know, when Jesus told the disciples, they told about how many times shall I be, I be, forgive a man? Seven times? He said, no, seven times 70. What did he say? Incre- they said, Lord, increase our faith. He, 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 didn't, he didn't say, okay, I increase it. No, you're going to increase it. Because when you start forgiving that a person that many times, your faith is going to grow. When it when was in the boat in Mark chapter 5, going to the other side in the storm, and when Jesus rebuked the wind, you know, his first comments to them was, where's your faith? How is it you have no faith? See, we, we storms are going to come in life. We're going to endure some things. So that's why we got to add to our faith. We need to have strong faith. Amen. Paul told Philemon there in his letter to Philemon, he says, your faith has communicated. We need communicating faith. Amen. Our faith needs to be able to communicate that we believe God, that we trust God. Amen. That we're serving him. We got to take him at his word. Amen. That's why the Solomon said there's not one promise of God's word has failed that he's have, have made. Amen. I got to believe that. Not one promise. Not one promise of his word have ever failed. So that increased my faith. That helps me. Peter tells me in Second Peter 1, five. he says, add to your faith virtue, to virtue, knowledge, to knowledge, temperance, to temperance. Patience, to patience, godliness, to godliness, brotherly kindness, to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. You won't be unfruitful. You'll be bearing fruit constantly. Amen. You'll be growing in Christ continually. Your faith will be strong. Just keep adding this thing. The more you know about Jesus, the more you're aware of Jesus, the more of the doctrine of God you know. Amen. These things are going to do, all it's going to do is increase your faith. That's the thing, same like with missions, when we talk about faith promise. If you never give the missions and, and a faith service, you know, your faith ain't going to grow. You need to be adding to your faith constantly. You know, it's the same thing with tithes and offering. You know, if you don't tithe, your faith ain't going to grow because you're, you're not trusting in God. You know, we, we, we've got to learn how to trust and believe God and take Him at His word. And all things, we want our faith to grow. That's why that whole chapter of Hebrews 11, amen. Think about Joseph telling his brothers, God's going to come get you out. You know? Think about how many years it was before he came out. It's close to 400 years before God ever coming out. Because, see, they went into captivity after the death of Joseph. 
you know. So they was down there 400 years. Think about it. That's a pretty long time. It's longer than we are as a nation. <laughs> you know, you think about it. But you know what Joseph told him? He says, God's going to come get you. He says, and when he come get you, don't leave my bones here. Go. You know? Think about it. And Joshua wound up burying him in the promised land. Think about it. That's faith. To make those kind of promises. You know, how many times have we heard the Lord's coming? You know? I'm still holding to it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know when He's coming. As the old folks used to say, but He's coming. And I'm, I'm holding to it. Amen. I'm... I'm I'm, I'm planning on seeing. <laughs> Job says, I know my Redeemer liveth, and he's just standing in the latter days upon this earth. And after the skin worms eat my flesh, he says, yet in my body I shall see God. I shall see him for myself and not another. Amen. He said, he knows the way that I take. <laughs> and I've tried. I'm going to come forth like gold. Praise God. So we need to add to our faith. And that's why Job is, is such a good story of faith. The Bible is filled with faith stories for us. They help us grow. Amen. <clears throat> Number nine. Man, I got to rush. Whoa. Number nine. Keep your mind stayed on Christ. Keep your mind focused. Don't let the world block, block Christ out. I mean, there's so much foolishness going on right now in the world. You know, if you let your mind drift for one second, you know what will happen? You'll get angry. You, you, you want to reach out and touch somebody, you know. So, so you got to stay focused, man. I'm telling you, you got to stay focused every moment. Amen. So when, when people are doing crazy stuff, you got to learn how to praise God. Amen. And says, God, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, my, well, my prayer is always, God, open their understanding, open their eyes, let them see, bring them to their knees that they can see. That they need you. Amen. That's the way I pray. Amen. For it. And so we've got to stay focused. Isaiah says he'll keep you. Isaiah 26, 3. He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him. Amen. Paul tells us in Colossians 3, 1 and 2. He says, if you have been risen with Christ, seek those things that are above where Christ is seated on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on the things of this earth. For you're dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Amen. We have got to keep our focus. Keep your mind stayed on Jesus. Amen. Keep worshiping Him. Paul says in Romans 12, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by renewing your mind. Amen. Just keep your mind. You notice what David says there in Psalms 57, 7. He says, my, my heart or my mind is fixed, O oh God. My heart is fixed. He says, I will arise and give you praise. He says, wake up, heart. Wake up, Psalm Street. Amen. We're going to praise God. And that's the attitude we've got to have. To keep our mind stayed on the Lord, we need to worship God. Amen. When when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against them. Amen. So keep your mind stayed on Jesus Christ. Number ten, pray. Pray. 
you got to have a prayer life. Amen. If you're going to have a radiant life, it starts with prayer. Jesus says in Luke 18, 1, I would that men would pray and not faint. If you pray, you're staying close to God. You're staying in the light when you pray. And as a result of that, amen, it keeps you connected and you won't want to quit. You won't want to give up. It's hard to quit when you're talking to the one you love. Amen. You've got to stay connected. Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 2.1, I exalt therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and all those that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life with all godliness and honesty. Praise God. And for this is good and acceptable in the sight of our God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and come unto the knowledge of the truth. Amen. God wants everybody to come into the knowledge of the truth and be saved. What did Jesus come for? To seek and to save that which was lost. And so we need to pray. We need to pray, God save them. God get a hold of their hearts. God get a hold of their minds. Just, you know, just keep talking about it before God. You never know when the door is going to swing wide open. Amen. Just keep it on between you and God. Amen. Just keep it on the altar. Let God work. He'll work. He haven't forgot you. He knows who his children is. He knows you. He knows where you are. Amen. He knows what everything you have prayed and asked him for. And if his word ain't going to fail, guess what? It'll come through. Just stay in there. Amen. You've got to have that radiant life. Amen. In Acts 2.42, what did they do? They continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, breaking of bread, and prayers. The early church started out with prayer. In Acts 1.16 and 13, I think it's 16 in there, Mary, the mother of Jesus, in the upper room. Amen. They was having a prayer meeting when the Holy Ghost was poured out. Amen. Let's keep praying. Don't ever stop praying. It's a good thing to pray. Amen. Keeps you built up. Keeps you encouraged. Amen. Number 11. Don't ever forget why you were chosen, what you was chosen for. Don't ever forget what you was chosen for. What were you chosen for? Peter says in 1 Peter 2 and 9, but you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a peculiar people. That you should show forth the praises of him which has called you out of darkness unto his marvelous light. Amen. Don't forget what you've been chosen for. To show forth the praises of God. How he has brought you out to the light. Amen. Isaiah tells us in Isaiah 43, 10. You are my witnesses and my servants whom I have chosen that you may know and believe me that I am God. Before me there was no God formed and neither shall there be after me. I, even I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. Amen. I have showed, God says, amen. There's, there's no one else. You've been chosen for that purpose. Because if you're in the light, to reveal the light, what are you revealing? You're revealing God. 
God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. So you've been chosen for that purpose, to show what God can do in a life. Amen. And number 12, amen, the last reason. Don't ever forget the message. <laughs> amen. Don't forget the message. This, then, is the message that we have heard of Him and declare unto you, that God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as He's in the light, we have fellowship one with another in the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Think about it. Don't forget the message. Amen. Don't forget why you was chosen. You're radiant light. You're bright to shine, to reveal, to bring understanding and clarity to a lost and dying world of who God is and how great and how marvelous and how loving and how kind He truly is in your life. Amen. Praise God. The greatest thing in all my life is knowing you. The greatest thing in all my life is knowing you. I want to know you more. I want to know you more. The greatest thing in all my life is knowing you. The greatest thing in all my life is loving you. The greatest thing in all my life is loving you. I want to love him more. I want to love him more. The greatest thing and all my life is loving you, Jesus. Be the Lord of all, Jesus. Be the Lord of all. Jesus be the Lord of all, the kingdom of my heart. Father, I pray that you would have full eminence and control of my life, O oh God. That you would open me, O oh God. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Try me, O oh God, and know my thoughts. 
See if there be wickedness in me, O God, and lead me in the way everlasting. Let the words of my mouth, Father, and the meditation of my heart always be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Thank you for your word tonight, Father, for us. Thank you for your people tonight, those present, those online. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord. Touch their hearts and their minds and their souls, oh, God. Let this word radiate in their minds, in their thoughts, in their heart, in their lives, that they will be a reflection of you to a lost and dying world. We thank you, Jesus, and we bless your glorious name. 